Last time on The Dungeon House, the new party begins to meet up with each other after the fallen celestial rock. It is interesting to see that the different cultures not touched by the capital's influence still have different ideologies. After a brief disagreement and Rebecca chaining herself to the rock, an evil group attacks. The White Knight tries to gather the people together to stay safe, but who are these enemies? Will the party fight back? Find out right now on The Dungeon House. Welcome to the Dungeon House. My name is David. Exactly, yeah. So, guys, hope you guys are all having a fantastic day of the week, which we do our recordings on. Uh, are there any cool life events to tell to people today before we head into our session? Uh, the plan I'm working on right now is $75 million. That's oh, hell yeah. Don't screw it up. Uh, we already did, so. <laughs> it wasn't me, though. My coworker. And it's only one piece. We just have to buy one, one a new piece. So. I mean, if you're if it already, if it's being fixed, you know what I mean? Well, it, it's, it's, it's a two-year-old plane. Um, and one of my coworkers, we had to drill a bolt out today and he drilled into the, like he was pushing on the drill bit and the drill bit snapped. And so it punctured a hole in one of the panels. Oh no. Yeah. The panel's $20,000. That's not this. It's about this big for people who can't see it on the podcast. It's about four by five. Yeah. Nice. Fun fact. Well, Glad that David is not going to jail for breaking things. I am not going to jail, and I'm successful at it. So nice. <laughs> All right. So, are you guys ready to jump into this? Let's do it. All right. So, for tonight's session, for for today's session, recently, you know, we've gone through some uh, crazy occurrences with half the party getting TPK'd. Uh, and so, for tonight. Uh, we're actually going to dive in to uh, this new group that's sort of been forming. And, uh, exactly. I don't know what just came out of your mouth, but exactly. Nice. With uh, Rebecca Lua and a character that McKay has yet to reveal for us. And so last time, uh, um, you guys have been exploring this mystical stone that had fallen. It's been a rumor that's been going around. Currently, Rebecca's tied herself to the stone so it doesn't get dragged away. These these white knights are sort of trying to convince people to leave and get the stone. And then suddenly you guys hear this horn. Um, suddenly, you see, you guys sort of look forward uh, in the clearing, like as the trees in the distance, you see this hooded figure walk into the clearing, holding this horn that had just been blown. Um, Lua, from your perspective, you'd be able to see that this figure, it, it's hooded in robes, but there's also these two wings sprouting out of its back and sort of like a leathery tail just sort of swishing back and forth from its behind. It's holding this long spear, and you're not really able to make it much more out of it as it's been hooded. Um, what's your guys' passive perceptions? 17. 16 for me. Sick. Okay. Lua, what's yours? 11. So, uh, <laughs> mine's normal. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. So, 
Rebecca and McKay's character that hasn't revealed itself yet. Yep, you hear very distinctly, and you sort of see, like, in the back, uh, on the opposite side of the clearing of where this hooded figure has appeared, there's been, like, rushly, ruffling in the trees as these, like, big, giant monsters sort of start looming, like, as if they're going to come out. Lua, you'd be able to, like, hear the noise going on, but you're not really able to, like, detect exactly where it's at currently. Okay. As <laughs> What do you guys do as you hear these noises happening and this hooded figure comes out? Um, is it an uh. animal? Uh, you don't know. Well, you described it with a like, weird tail and stuff. You can assume, but you don't know. Hmm. Um, I'm staying hidden in my location. Okay, make a stealth check real fast. I can't do anything in regards to moving. Uh, that's 11. Okay, an 11. Is that all you guys doing? I'm going to cut the rope that Rebecca has just tied herself to the rock with. Mm-hmm. It is going to be severed. Nice. Make a strength check real fast. Oof. Right. That's not the... <laughs> I got a zero. <laughs> is it... Wait, what weapon are you using? Are you using a, a dagger? dagger? Is that strength or is that dexterity? You can, use you can use dex. Okay, we can do dex on that. Save it. I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you are trying to work on cutting Rebecca away from the rope, it's not going as well as you wanted to. Uh, suddenly, you hear this like booming voice coming from the rope figure. He's like, well, it looks like we have some troublesome people here. I hope you're all ready for this. As you guys look around, you see that these white knights that have appeared have all of a sudden like drawn their shields and swords and are like really nervous and prepared for battle. Uh, the rustling and the noise erupts fully as emerging from the trees, you see these two hobbling large troll-like creatures emerge right out of it, just raging and screaming. Following the two trolls that emerge are like two uh, other robed figures, sort of like with like ropes around the trolls like not necessarily the most effective per se as the trolls like don't look like they even care about the cultists but they they look like they're trying somewhat to control this mess and i need everyone to roll for initiative yay Uh-oh. <clears throat> oh freak. one much better much better one. i got this 14. So i got a oh, 20. nice Okay, so you got a 20. Yep. What did you get, Rebecca? Four. Okay, uh, what did you get, McKay, for your character? 14. Okay. Okay. This is um, going to be interesting. Well, that's concerning. As all of a sudden this whole thing commences, you see this robed figure sort of lift his hand out in the very beginning and immediately shoot this fiery ray immediately into the forest, um, sort of in the, in the general direction of like this tree that McKay's character might be hiding behind since he couldn't roll that well. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, it's 15, but am I considered behind cover? Uh, you would have cover because you are hiding behind this tree from this direction. So I don't know how much that adds, but. Uh, so it's three quarters cover because, like, total cover 
Right. It keeps you completely out of it. So it's just plus five to AC is what we'll go with. Cool, so I'm 20. Okay, you're 20. That still hits. As you watch as this fiery ray like sparks right through the tree and sort of pegs you in it. Um, oh gosh. Okay. You'll take uh, 12 points of damage as this fire ray sort of shoots out. Um, you also watch as it changes its direction and shoots another fiery ray at this knight standing in the front. Uh, that will hit as it does another 12 points of damage to this knight sort of standing here. And with that, Lua, you're up. All right. Rebecca is still tra trapped yeah. by the ropes. Rebecca. Ah, okay. So Lua um, is going to cut, try and cut freaking Rebecca out of this thing again. Um, Make a dex check. That is an unnatural 20. Okay. So you're successfully, like, as this chaos is about unfurling, you're able to cut these ropes away from Rebecca and, like, free her from this this rock that she's tied herself to. Okay. Um, and then that is my action. I'm going to go 5, 10. So I moved 5 feet to get to her. Um, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And I'm going to move here. Nice. And is that all you are doing? That is all I can do. Thanks. My action, yeah. Sweet. With that, um, the trolls begin their ascent. You watch as these trolls start roaring as they like run into the crowd of people and immediately just start mowing the random citizens down. The first troll sort of runs up to this one and like grabs its head, like uses its head, grabs a citizen and just like rips at it with its teeth as it yeah, he's dead. This NPC drops. And you watch as it begins slashing at these two. As these two also drop within the mix of it all. This troll also begins to carnage. He misses because I guess that's what you do. With his bite for this NPC, but is able to knock down these two NPCs at this point. Just as they start like burrowing with his arms. As the trolls make their approach. Um... After the trolls make their approach, you watch as sister, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Um, she immediately heads over here and begins to confront this troll sort of in a battle. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> she is able to hit the troll, though, and does, um, you guys, for those that are watching, Rebecca would be able to see this. You watch as sister, like, raises her sword. It sort of, like, glistens with light, and then it slices down on this troll as you watch this massive slice go right through its arm as it takes uh, 17 points of damage um and then i need someone to roll a d20 for me i got it i got a 14. 14. let's uh let's see what the effect is real fast so with a 14 you watch as this light as it slashed sliced itself into the troll, the troll's leg just sort of falls off as it begins to hobble around on the ground at this point. You are up, uh, Rebecca, as you've been freed from the the ropes, self-inflicted ropes to the rock. Isn't it my go? Uh, my bad. You're right. Sorry. It's McKay then, Rebecca. My bad. Um, am I considered hidden from the trolls? Uh, that's a great question. I... 
they haven't noticed you yet is yeah they haven't noticed you yet right i'm taking the shot at t2 okay non-lethally all right at t2 the troll troll number two. Oh, troll number two um i got uh 22 to hit that will hit um so none of you would see this but as i as i have my arrow drawn um another arrow like almost like a shadow forms beneath it and i let loose two arrows um the first one 19 points of damage to the troll and then c4 uh is gonna take nine points of damage nice so you watch as um the cultist that you targeted just immediately falls and hits the ground dead. It was non-lethal, Kyle. Falls and hits the ground unconscious. Thank you. Nice, and I need you to roll a d20 with that. Uh, eight. Uh, sorry, my bad. It's not slashing damage. My bad. Okay. You're piercing. Um, and I'm going to uh, bonus action hide. Nice. And I got a 14. Okay, 14. For my stealth. Nice. So with that, uh, Rebecca, you're now up. Okay. Um, I sense that the Celestial Wonderful Rack is being disrupted. Alright, here we go. Okay, I'm going to cast Moonbeam. All right. Um, T2. Nice. So what do I have to... Is that a dex check I have to make, I think? It is... Or a constitution save. It's a constitution. Okay, and what's my DC? 14. Well, and that one does not pass a 14. (laughs) Nice. So you're able to hit this troll. How much damage is he taking? That's four. <laughs> four points of damage. But and then I'm going to do a bonus bonus action. All right. I'm going to put on starry form of the archer. It's um. What does describe Orion? You know, pretty awesome and beautiful. And gonna, he's going to appear on my back. He's a spell attack, hurling a luminous arrow that targets one creature within 60 feet of you. Um, on a hit, the attack deals radiant damage equal to 1d8 plus your wisdom modifier. Nice. Which one do you want to hit? Oh, um, T2. Well, I don't... Why do I suck at rolling now? It's an at one. <laughs> oh. I add it plus stuff, though? Plus my wisdom, right? It's a, it's a nat one. Oh. Plus spell attack, it's a seven. Okay. Okay. That That's not going to hit. I wouldn't hit it either. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is there anything else that you're going to do on your turn, Rebecca? Well, no, I'll move. <laughs> I'll move the opposite of Lua, like on the other side, if that makes sense. Done. Nice. So with that, um, the knights then make their approach. You watch as the knights, uh, they run up to about right here. That- sort of in, in facing this cultist. And you watch as they like, some light glows around them as like, they begin to illuminate themselves as they sort of like prepare themselves for like a battle with this creature of sorts. 
Then the cultists run into the fray as you, for those that are able to see, you watch as some of these cultists begin trying to run over to the trolls actually, and almost try and like corral them. Sort of like try to get them to like stay focused is what it's looking like per se. Um, but this cultist does try to like stab someone on its way over. He does miss though completely. Um, as chaos breaks out, as citizens just begin running in all sorts of directions, trying to figure out where to flee, as no one knows what's going on. You watch as uh, your friend who is selling the t-shirts uh, tries to like get by the rock, almost like praying to it to see if it adds any protection, which is a terrible idea. As one of these citizens tries to run away, you watch as the ogre gets one last swing at him and just like wobbles him to the ground as he's not able to escape the, the reaching grasp of it. And with all the NPCs running, we are back at the top and it is the hooded robed figure. So at this point, you, the hooded robed figure uses a spell. So uh, Lou and Rebecca and even McKay's character, you'd be able to see as this fiendish figure, he sort of lingers up to like right here and then it casts this spell at this night right here um sort of like this glowing charm sort of like comes from his fingers nothing like super crazy but you see as this this once super defended knight all of a sudden like relaxes and turns and looks at his buddy next to him at this though he, this uh monster is going to use the rest of his movement and move to this direction and his turn. Uh, Lua, you're up. Ah, so Lua is going to move right up next to the meteor. Um, and she's going to take her dagger and she's going to try and smash a chunk out of the meteor. Okay, so smashing a tr chunk, I'm going to have you make a strength check on that. That works with me. I got a 14. What metal is your dagger made out of, out of curiosity? Uh, it's a steel dagger. Okay, a 14's not gonna do it. No. As you sort of like bang your dagger against this rock and it like completely rejects. Like there's not even a scrape or scratch on this. Um, make a, da, 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 da. yeah, I don't know if there's a check. Make a, uh, a nature check. Nature? nature? Yeah, nature. Uh, okay. I got a three. Okay, so you just know this is a very hard rock. All right. Works with me. Okay, anything else, Lua? Uh, that is all. Lua, this is... You know the celestial awesomeness is so powerful, so don't hit it again. So... Lua's not going to respond, yeah. <laughs> you watch as the trolls continue their assault. Uh, this troll seems to be calmed down by the cultist and immediately starts running over to where this rock is as it uses its full uh, movement, I believe, as it just completely sprints there. Does the cultist get dragged behind it with the rope? Yeah, he does. <laughs> as you guys watch, this cultist is like, ah! <laughs> I don't like that. What did you say, David? I don't like that. Like what? The big troll? The troll. It's close to me. <laughs> no es bueno. Alright, as this troll makes its movement, this one. This one, as its leg has sort of jumped off, um, Lua, if you look, you'd be able to see that um, 
this leg has sort of like started walking off in its own direction as this trolls hit the ground. Uh, it does try to make like a couple swiping moves at the night. Oh, that one hits. Oh, that one misses. Oh, that one hits. As it fully comes at sister, or this white knight that you don't know the name of yet. And deals way too much freaking damage. Poor man, good. Uh, as the armor on sister just sort of gets shredded apart, like as it completely like bites and tears into her. Um, at this point, uh, the troll's not able to move because it, it's lost its leg. <laughs> um, you watch as this white knight disengages. Um, for their action, and then runs off in this direction. And then it's... You're up again, McKay's character. Um, you'll have to let me know if I'm not considered hidden at some point. Okay, now uh, you're still hidden, technically. Okay, to the troll. So I'm going for the same troll I hit before. Nice. Um, oh, good. Uh, this was a 16. So, uh, that's going to be 24 to hit. That will hit. Um, cool. Um, again, a second arrow forms just be below my first one, and I, I take the shot. Um, uh, 18 points of damage to the troll, and the cultist is going to take 6 points of damage. Okay. So, the arrow, like, pierces pretty nicely into the troll as it, like, really digs down deep. Um, the arrow that hits the cultist, it does hit the cultist as it, like, grazes off, but it doesn't, doesn't finish it. Nice. Anything else? Uh, bonus action hide. Okay. It is a 12. Okay. Sweet. And you're up, Rebecca. Oh, so Moonbeam now, um, hits. Uh, the troll did leave. Oh, so the troll was supposed to take damage when he left, didn't he? Yeah. The damage oh, is, oh, is oh, on oh. its turn, Sorry, Kyle. I always get confused. Okay. So oh, you're right. So it didn't... Okay, so... But you can move it onto it now. Oh. Moving on to the troll! Nice. No, you command this massive moonbeam as it goes on top of the troll. Would it hit the cultist, too? Uh, it would hit the cultist as it sort of moves over the cultist. The cultist, he dies. Just... Oh, I didn't think just obliterates this cultist that's trying to control. Like, it's just, it's... And then the troll needs to make another constitution save, right? So it fails its constitution save. Hit, hit, hit. And then I do a bonus action again. What? Wait, what damage does the, the troll take? Ah. Let's do I roll again or do... Okay. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> it's a lot of words. Eight. So he'll take eight damage. Number and then real fast, what type of damage is Moonbeam again? It is radiant damage. Okay, radiant damage. Got it. Nice, as this Moonbeam blasts this troll. Nice, anything else? Uh, bonus action, I'll shoot again for Archer. Okay. I played the freak! You should freak. throw that dice away. I was, okay, not That's one. What? Not one again! Okay. <laughs> That's the second nat one, so we're doing the nat one effects, because I'm no longer merciful. Uh, you watch as this arrow, as, are you aiming for, who are you aiming for? The troll. Can I just hit the sky? 
Or the rock. <laughs> hit your precious rock. Oh, no. uh, you hit as the one guy that was trying to sell t-shirts is sort of like on the rock praying to it. You watch as the arrow just sort of like pierces him in the back. Um, doesn't kill him as he's like, ah! You're gonna see if I saw that. He like turns around and looks at you and he's like, it's, it's you. Well, it was an accident, Brad. Get over it. <laughs> Brad. Guys, at this, Brad is actually gonna move away and like start running in this direction. At so, me? Yeah, at you. What the freak? It's a, nice. Um, so the knights, for those that are able to make out the knights, um, you watch as they, the one that the weird creature sort of like used his magic on, immediately moves towards the other knight as they engage in fierce combat. Um, and you just watch as they just start going at it as this knight is trying to kill the other knight. The other knight's like just trying to play defense. Is like, calm yourself, calm yourself. But this other knight is just going for blood at this point. Ooh. And he does get a pretty good hit on this knight right here. Okay. Nice. All right. Um, as the knights are going at it, the cultists, once again, um, this one actually goes up. It grabs the leg of the troll as this one sort of assists as they try to reconnect the leg back to the troll. Yeah. Uh, as they do it, they, they don't do it too well as you see this troll sort of like reeling in pain, like trying to grab his leg as the cultists are trying to position it back into its little socket. And they're sort of like getting into a fight about how to get the leg back on the troll. And the NPCs just continue to run away. This, this one makes it out. This one's almost all the way out. This one's running at the bad guy for some reason. Brad gets running towards Rebecca, but doesn't strike, just gets near her. This one is cowers in fear at the troll. Doesn't really move, it just stands in awe as its life is going to lose. As a lot of the NPCs are now like completely out of the out of the disaster zone. And uh, we're up at the top with this hooded figure. So it moves directly right here at this point and you watch as it sort of like lifts its hands up and like in its booming voice like commands the trolls it's like grab the rock um suddenly it uses its hands and casts like these two fiery rays out of its hands as targeted actually towards these like ropes that attaches the wagon to it as almost like the back of the wagon where the ropes really attached as the back of the wagon sort of explode in a fiery mess as they're no longer attached. Uh, Lou, I do need you to make a deck save, though. Oh, man. I got an 18. Okay, an 18, that's good enough. So, as these explosions go off, you see, like, wooden chunks are flying all around you. You're able to, like, dodge out of the way as, like, these things are, like, completely destroyed at this point. And the ropes are freed themselves from the wagons. All right, uh, Lua, you are up, though, as you were sitting here. Okay, so massive troll nearing the rock. I know. Um, gosh dang it! All right, I have so many options. Okay, um, I am going to shoot ice knife at third level at T two, the 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 troll right next to the rock. Okay. So I roll to hit, which is a. 13 plus 6. 19. That will hit. Okay. 
18 plus 6. Um, oh my gosh. 24? 20, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Nice. And what, ta- what kind of damage is Ice Knife? Frost damage, my good sir. Okay, just frost. Oh, it's it's piercing and frost. Okay, piercing. So, 26 points of damage. Ugh. As you get, like, a direct hit on this troll as these ice knives just sort of, like, shoot out from it as it just gets cut up from it. He's not dead. What? No, it's not close. Did to something it. happen to him? Uh, no, it wasn't slashing damage. Anything else, Lua? Um, that is it. All right, sweet. So, with your turn, it's now the troll's turn. Uh, you watch, Lua, as you're able to make this out. As you've seen this ice knife just completely, like, rank, like, rack into this troll and cut it all up. You watch as the troll sort of, like, looks at itself. And you see as the skin that you just freshly sliced starts, like, connecting back together. As it begins to heal itself automatically. No. Yes. Right. Uh, it's the troll's turn, right? Troll 2? It is troll's 2's turn. Um, it does have to take the moonbeam damage, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Is it at the beginning of its turn? Yep. Cool. So rewind eight points of damage from what we know of right now. Okay, so it takes eight points of damage. Yeah, that was our bad. The cultist would also take that, right? Yeah. Yeah, this cultist is dead. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to delete him off the map. Nice. So you would actually see this as this light is erratic, like the light's shooting down on this troll. And you see the slice in it, but you do see that it does heal itself as the slashes go through it. Uh, and how much damage did it take, Faith? Eight. Eight points of damage. Okay. Nice. At this point, the troll walks over this cowering cultist, or cowering civilian. Uh, uses a strength check. Yeah, that's going to work. Uh, and heaves the rock up. In its arm and begins to run away with the rock sort of in this direction. So we have 5, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So we'll get about right here-ish. As this troll heaves this rock and begins running in this direction. Uh, this troll, oh, with okay, nat 20. So with the help of the cultist, uh, it's able to like reattach its leg as it begins to like stand on its leg. It's not like fully healed, but like the skin begins to put itself back together. And it's also going to start moving up, sort of running in this direction as well. Nice. And that's the troll's turn. The white knight over here is going to run in this direction all the way right here. Um, And then you are up, McKay's character. Uh, I'm going to shoot the troll carrying the rock, uh, aiming for, like, like the hand. Uh, Non-lethal damage, of course. Um... Mm-hmm. And uh, I will also use my uh, second arrow thing as well. Am I hidden from the troll? Uh, you are hidden from the troll. Uh, that's going to be uh, 29. <laughs> that that hits. Like, that. 18 points of damage again. Uh, nice. And then the orange guy... Um, with the second arrow as it as it hits off of him, uh, he's gonna take six points of damage as like these. Um, and then anyone that w- the now that they're super close to it, they would if they were looking at him, they'd maybe notice like almost they almost look like puffs of smoke, but of like kind of like a lightish blue as it hits the orange the orange guys. It just kind of and that's it. Nice, nice. Is that your turn? 
Uh, bonus action hide. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be 26. Okay. 26. Nice job. Alright, uh, Rebecca, you're up. My precious celestial friend, you can't do that! I'm gonna cast Tidal Wave. Oh my gosh. It's a dexterity save. This would also hit the the cultist, the orange guy. Oh, the orange guy, okay. Orange it's guy! 30 feet wide and 100. 10 feet, I think 30 feet long, something like that. Yeah. Okay, what's the DC on that? It's 14. Okay, the the orange guy makes it, uh, and the troll, the troll doesn't make it. 21. 21. So, 21, and the troll will be not prone. And the troll will be not prone. So 21 points in prone. 21 points of damage. Oh my gosh, you almost the other guy it. takes And the other guy takes half. Nice, as you knock this troll prone, as he is now prone on the ground. Uh, and the rock falls to the ground as this troll just blah, face fronts it, it into the ground. Yeah, it lands on its foot. Uh-huh. It's like, ah, uh, so it like lands on its foot and it's like falling over and it's like, ah. <laughs> nice. Uh, at this point, the, the knights continue their fight. Oh. And those that are able to see watch as the knight that's sort of been under the control of this monster raises its blow up with like a brilliant light and slices down as this knight falls to the ground unconscious. Um, I guess it would help out then. So this knight also immediately starts running down in this direction uh, towards Rebecca. No! Awesome. Um, at this point, the cultists begin their run as they're trying to make it over to the rock. Uh, most of the NPCs are gone at this point. Brad, who's watched all this happen, looks at Rebecca and he's like, I'll talk to you later. I'll get back at you. And runs off in this direction. Nice. And we are back at the top. So this hooded figure that's just been shot um, with your arrow, it sort of like looks around for like a split second to see if the arrow comes from, notices that its troll is down and immediately looks over at Rebecca. Uh, It runs up to you, Rebecca. And it is going to attack as you... Actually, it doesn't have to get that close, my bad. It gets about that far away. As you see this massive spirit, like, pulls out at you. And uh, begins to strike you with its spear. Uh, let's see. What's your um, AC again? 16. 16. Okay. Uh, so the first time it, like, sort of goes for your side and it just, like, barely misses... Uh, the second one does hit as the spear like sort of drives itself into you. Um, as you take not too much damage, just uh, ten points of piercing damage plus uh, three points of fire damage, and that is that monster's turn. Uh, Lua, you're up. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at the uh, hooded figure. All right. It was a natural 20. You, 20. You crit. Roll for damage. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. That is... So I got a 7 and an 8, which is 15. 30 points of damage. 
30 points of damage. Three zero, because I hit 15. And then we just double it, right? Yeah. Nice. As your ray of frost just strikes this hooded figure. Um, Let's roll a d20 to see. I'm going to add a little bit onto that. Okay. So as this ray of frost like strikes this hooded figure, it also like blossoms and sort of like blows off its robe from it. As you look as this, as the robe freezes itself off, you see this like red leathery creature that almost looks like a devil or something like leers back at you and just gnarls like a slithery tongue as it's just like it's like you're next um yeah she's going with that she's going to move away (laughs) she's gonna move right here nice all right nice job lua um you are up uh the trolls (laughs) so this troll um immediately begins its healing process again. Um, It does use its movement to stand up, but instead of picking up the rock, it immediately, so it's half its movement to stand, uses the rest of its movement to actually leer over at Rebecca as it's not happy about getting hit by a massive tidal wave. Um, It immediately goes for like a bite attack at your AC again. So Uh, 16. So the bite hits uh, and one of the claws hit. As the first bite comes down and delivers seven points of damage, uh, um, the, the next swing misses, but the second swing gets a nice hit on you as it does uh, nine points of damage. So you take overall like 14 points of damage. That's just tr- this troll just starts beating down on you. Okay, nice. Let me see. 1, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Heck yeah. This troll um, is going to run all the way over to the rock. Um, let's see if it can pick it up because it's really heavy. Yeah, that'll work. As this troll runs over to the rock with its hobbling sort of leg that's slowly reattaching itself to it and it lifts up the rock and begins hoisting it. Um, as the trolls end their turn. At this point, this white knight sort of runs over to her fallen comrade and, like, begins to try and, like, place her hands on and heal this this fallen knight. Um, and you are up. Me. Okay, yep, okay. Uh, I'm shooting at the troll again. Which troll? The one right in front of me, the T2. Okay. Um, and I'm still hidden from it, I'm assuming, with that 26. Yeah. 26 to hit. That will hit. Uh, 13 points damage. As you drop this troll. Non-lethal, by the way. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, I'm just letting you know. As you hit this troll, you watch as this troll that's been standing over your Rebecca sort of like falls to its knee and almost begins to pass, almost begins to pass out in front of you. Um, you are up, Rebecca. Um, I'm going to move towards McKay's character. If you move, um, the, the creature, <laughs> uh, because he has a spear, will get an attack of opportunity. Can't disengage anymore. Uh, you can disengage. You can disengage. You can move the beam. Get well, all, you could probably okay. hit all of you guys. 
first. I'll move the beam. I don't know if that counts as my full. Um, actually, you took damage, so I do need you to make a. I forgot to do this. A concentration check. Oh, yes. You took damage. So just roll a d20. 17. Okay, so you're still able to control the beam. Okay, so I can move it and then do other stuff, right? Moving it will be your action, and so if you want to use the disengage action, you won't be able to move it. That's true. Um, okay, so if I move, heal, I wouldn't be able to do my other bonus, right? Nope. Cool. So you gotta choose whether you want to heal yourself, do damage, or... I think Rebecca would better heal. Okay, we're gonna disengage, move, and heal. Nice. Where are you moving to? Next to game character. T2 is down, right? Uh, T2 is... Yeah, yeah, he's down. Like, he's falling, he's falling knocked out at the moment. Okay, yeah, like he's, he's down. Okay. Nice. So is that your turn, Rebecca? Uh, four plus six, ten. Sorry, ten. All right. <laughs> um, it is now the knight's turn. This one runs and chases after you, Rebecca. Um, it does get next to you. Did you take the hide action, Mikey? Uh, yeah. Okay. Nice. So as this this knight sort of chases after you, Rebecca, it's again gonna swing its sword to hit you. Um, it does miss though, as it's not able to connect with you as you're able to skirt your way around it. At this point, this one's gonna make a death saving throw. Ooh, it fails that. And then uh, these cultists are just hightailing it out of here as they're completely running off into the woods now. Um, so you watch as this this leathery figure, this red leathery figure with its wings and stuff, it sort of like looks around, sort of about the carnage going. Um, suddenly it just like snarls and says, I'll get you all later. As its wings sprout out, and it begins to fly off in this direction as it takes flight. In 20, 25, 30, As it's heading off in this direction in full flight. It actually does on the way out. Yeah, it would do this. Since it only used its half of its... It, ha it didn't make a dash action with its flight. It does shoot sort of a fiery spell at this knocked out knight on the way out as those that are able to see this fiery spell immediately hits. I'm going to cast uh, Is it a bonus counter action? spell? Yes. You're going to cast counter spell. Okay? I'm going to count counter spell at third level. That will work. Yes. That will work. As it tries to cast this like fiery thing and like all of a sudden it's like rah, rah, as it like looks back and sort of like senses the magical counter spell coming from you as it just like snarls and continues its flight. Nice job, David. I wanted to kill him, but I didn't. You tried. I tried. Uh, Lua, you are up. Um, I am up. Um, let's see here. So there's just T1 left. Is that right? T2 is falling unconscious at the moment. Okay. You keep saying falling unconscious, which makes me believe that it's not dead. He specifically is using that term. Sorry. Oh, I'm trying to see how many sorcerer points I need to use to gain back one um, spell slot. 
Okay. I'll just take three since it's, I'm going to cast a third level spell. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to cast. I'm going to do ice knife again at third level on uh, the troll T1, the one on the left. Okay. What does it have to do? Um, it's just an attack roll. I got a 18. That will hit. Okay. And then I have been rolling this wrong as well. Just so you know, Kyle. Um, I'm not adding my, my bonus because of the race. So. Oh, yeah. You do get that. Yep. That is a six plus five plus that's 11, 14, no, 11, yeah, 13, 15, and 22 points of damage. Oh my gosh. Nice hit. Nice hit. As these ice daggers just dig deep into this, this troll-esque creature. All right. Um, it is the troll's turn. This troll sort of like looks back one last time as you see like the slice is sort of like reconnect itself back together and it does continue its sprint away and it does leave the battlefield as it dashes off into the forest um this one though wait did it have the rock kyle yes yeah it does have the rock this one though the one that almost fell unconscious you watch as those around are able to see as it sort of like twinges a little bit as like its skin reconnects itself back together as it begins healing itself again. Um, sort of like looks up for a second and it is going to move towards Rebecca. Let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Gets right here, right next to Rebecca. As it sort of like looks down and begins to strike again as the first bite goes for you. Oh my gosh, misses. AC. 16. Okay, the second will hit, and the third will hit. As its bite attack misses, but it then comes down clobbering with both of its claws, as you'll take a whopping... That sucked. Six. Six plus eight. Um, 14 points of damage. And you'll have to make a concentration check to see if you can keep the moonlight going. Nine. Nope. With that, the moonbeam stops. Nice. Um, and with that, it is now uh, McKay, your character's turn. Um, so as the troll is coming up and, and hitting down, um, can I, like, move onto its shoulder? Yeah. Make an acrobatics check. Uh, 15. Okay. So I'm trying to move up onto it and then shoot it at, like, that close range. So you're jumping on its shoulder, right? I, I would imagine, unless I can get to a better, like, location on it, but I feel like the shoulder is the what yeah. lightest part. So as you jump on its shoulder, um, its reaction is impeccable, as it sort of, like, freaks out and, like, nudges its shoulder, so it's not, like... It's not like sure footing as you like come out of the forest, it like freaks out. So it's like you sort of put your feet on it, but like shoulder 
jerks back as um, you will get disadvantage on your shot. It, do I get disadvantage because I'm falling? Yeah, as you're falling. Okay. Yes, it would be disadvantage. 19 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. Um, so as I'm falling, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot it. Um, it's gonna take... Uh, I'm rolling so bad. 15 points of damage, and then can I try make an acrobatics check to try and roll out of, like, roll out of the thing? Yeah, make an acrobatics check. And what kind of damage did you do again? It's just, uh, piercing. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a 26. Nice, so you're able to roll out of that nicely and not take any fall. You won't fall prone. Nice. Nice job. And then, hold on. Um, and then can I bonus action dodge? Yeah, you can do that. Nice. Uh, Rebecca, you're up. Okay. And you see this troll as it's been pierced with these arrows. Begin, like, it begins falling like it did before as it's falling unconscious at this point. Okay. Um, we're gonna do Guiding Bolt on the troll, and that'll be 46. That. So you got rolled a bit right What damage is Guiding Bolt? Something. It's either radiant or fire. That is very important. What damage is it? It is radiant. Oh, okay. Ow. Roll to hit. Roll twice. Take the higher number. 16 to hit. Yeah, it hits. Okay. So 10 points of damage. Yeah, you just, like, you're just obliterating this thing as it's falling to the ground, like blasting chunks of skin away and stuff like that. And then my bonus, I'm gonna heal myself. Nice. It's so a chalice constellation will now appear on me. So, So, 1d8 plus Okay, 11 healing for me. Nice job, nice job. As you're able to take the health back. Um, how many turns has it been? It's been... It's been a lot. I think it's been enough, actually. So, uh, the knight's turn. Um, this knight is able to regain consciousness with the help of the other knight. This one, so Rebecca, you watch this knight that's been sort of going for you, all of a sudden, like, sort of sits there and, like, looks. Like like sort of questions himself and then like looks over at this massive troll creature that's you've just been blasting it and destroying and all this stuff um you watch as this knight sort of like lifts its sword as this fiery fire comes out of its hilt as it begins it stabs this troll that's on the ground as this flames sort of erupt around the troll as it's falling as it the troll lets out one last scream like as the troll begins to burn and catch flame at this point um, with that, the cultists have completely left the playing field. Back at the top, um, this guy flies off completely, just into the distance. Um, and Lua, I guess it's your turn if there's anything else you'd like to do. Is the troll too dead then? It's on fire now. It's on fire? It's okay. Zero health points and it's on fire. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. You can move right here. And that will be my turn. Nice. And with your turn, um, you watch Lou as this troll 
runs off with the, the rock into the distance, uh, following after the flying figure. This other troll that's sort of on fire begins to crisp and burn, and the skin doesn't come back as this troll just completely dies. This guy's gone for good. And that will be the end of combat. Woo! That was good. And we're going to end the session right here. <laughs> Man, that was a good one. Nice job. You actually killed the troll. Nice job. Uh, so trolls, just a little information, is they regenerate 10 health points at the start of each of their turns. Unless oh, wow. they take acid or fire damage the turn before. If you kill it and it drops to zero and it hasn't taken fire or acid, it will continue to regenerate. Dang. But thanks for listening tonight. Uh, Dungeon. 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 House. Dungeon. And good night. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Eaton. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Sadly, even with the combined effort and skills, the rock was stolen from the party. It was crazy to see the white knights fighting each other after the devilish creature cast a spell. Who is this devilish creature? Why the sudden race to get the celestial rock? What is the party's reaction going to be? And why specifically are the white knights and the church interested in a fallen rock? Find out next time on The Dungeon House.